everybody, Kevin Wagstaff here. Wanted to spontaneously get Rob Lemoyne on the podcast and chat with him specifically because he is one of the biggest companies in the country and I simply wanted to see how these economic times and this uh, rapidly changing environment was impacting him and how he processes things. Because he is such a high level individual to me, uh, he's, he's one of the most well respected people in our industry. So I like hearing his mindset and his approach um, and kind of how he looks at down times like this because it impacts um, all of us and impacts him on a, on a bigger scale because he's, he's one of the biggest companies in the country. So um, we kind of didn't have a format. We just kind of freestyled it and, and chatted. And so I hope it's still a value and I hope you guys still enjoy it. Thanks. How is life right now? <laughs> trying to figure out, taking it day by day, man. Trying to figure it out. Yep, yep. Um, thanks for taking time to chat, man. Um, for for those that don't know you, I figured just us getting on and not even having an agenda, just talking about what's going on and how how you're processing all this could be uh, very interesting to people because you're one of the biggest companies in the country, um, if not the biggest that I know of. So. Um, yeah, just start me, man, how, like two weeks ago or one week ago, what was your mindset? What was, how are you processing all this? Yeah, so um, I guess one week ago, uh, maybe 10 days ago, we started jumping into this, you know, the what if scenario is pretty hard. And, you know, what if this happens, what if that happens, and how are we going to react as a company? And then we started to kind of prep our mindset, like how, what are we going to act like? during this time, like what, what, you know, what is going to keep us going forward and keep us in the right headspace? And so we started jumping into that pretty quickly. Um, and with our leadership, we were, we immediately went to, um, more frequent meetings with leadership just to keep everybody in the game. And, uh, so that's kind of where we were a week or so ago or 10 days, give or take. And of course it's gotten progressively worse since then. Um, you know, and, and business has, started the trail off for sure as it is for everybody. I'm sure, I'm sure it is for you guys too. Yep. You know, so, um, that's kind of where we're at with it. Are the States you're operating in all in full lockdown with real estate not being included in essential business or no. So we're operating right now. Yeah. Um, uh, we're in Charleston, South Carolina with one of our businesses there. They're in a, there's a stay at home mandate there, but as of right now, we're operating as an essential business. Um, same in Georgia, the, the, the state of Georgia is um, shelter in place for the vulnerable people. Okay. Some counties are, are sheltering in place, but we're, we're operating. So um, We're almost at a full staff. We've got three or four inspectors that don't want to go out. So we're, you know, they're, they're staying home, but other than that, we're, we're rocking and rolling. Okay. Well then, you know, that, that actually, is that a positive thing actually for those that don't want to go out because then you kind of, the capacity obviously goes down and you know, the number of inspectors that can go out. Uh, yeah. So you were running, I would say this week, we're probably at about 60% capacity and I see it sliding. So by next week, it'll be 50 or more or less. Um, so it's, you know, it's going it, to, we're on the way down still. So it's going to get harder before it gets better. Yeah. Yeah. What have you, um, you know, over the years of this, this like bull market and rally, are these things you had thought about in the past, you know, whether it's weekly, monthly, or every so often of how would we react if there's a pull, if not with when there's a pullback or when there is another recession, did you yeah. all kind of prepare for this? We, we, we kind of built the company with, with 
the downturn in mind because um, we we did go through the 08, 07, 09, through all those tough years, and we completely attacked it wrong. We had the wrong mindset. We did the wrong things. We cut the wrong things out of the budget, um, and it took us longer to come back from that. And so after that, the company has been built in a different manner to where we're more prepared for something like this to happen. Um, and and uh, me as a leader and my wife, we're way more prepared for something like this to happen, you know, in, in, the, in the, the mindset we're in. So, so yeah, there's, our, our company is, is probably in the best position it could possibly be in to take on a downturn in the market. Um, it, it, it will suck. I mean, it's going to hurt us. Any way you cut it, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt everybody involved in our business. So, um, um, but we're in a decent spot. We're in a, you know, we, we got rid of any, we don't have any debt in the company. So we made a conscious effort not to have that, seeing how was what we, what we had in 08, 09, we had debt. In the company. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, you know, we have very low fixed expenses. Everything's kind of variable, um, which is going to help us get through this. Um, and um, we, we have just a different mindset on marketing and things like that going through a downturn right now. So it's, so I think it's going to, it's going to help us, but it is is going to be a struggle. It's going to be daily minute by minute, hour by hour battle to stay in the game. Yeah. Yeah. What does some of that, um, some of those changes look like for what you're, for what you're able and willing to share that you guys are doing differently than besides the debt and besides um, maybe the financial structuring of the company. Is it more outreach, more proactive, more um, just activity overall? Yeah. So we've, um, we've increased, we've gone with a while. Of course, our, you know, our growth team is at home. Of course, there's only so much they can do. So we all know that what they can do is calls, text, emails. It's basically all they can do. So we've gone with a wider approach. We're using a strategy to which we're going to basically within a three week period, we're going to touch every single agent in the entire Atlanta and Charleston market, which is 95,000 agents or something like that. So we're going to touch every single one of them during this time. Um, so we're gonna go really wide with it and really, really hard and fast. And so, you know, my plan is to continue to market in that way, even if we go to like a complete shutdown where we can't even do an inspection. Yep. I just go right through it with marketing and, and touching agents and not 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 in a salesy way, in, in a more of hey, we're here if you need us, if you have any questions about home inspections, whether we did it or not, call us, we're here to support you, we're open, you know, we're you know, we're here for you, not not here, let me call you and tell you how great we are. You know, right. It's kind of that approach to it um, is what we're after right now. Is that, the, is that some of the, because I can totally see how that builds leadership locally and shows people that you're a company that's kind of like a thought leader, not just in your, not just in home inspections, but in the real estate industry. Did you learn that from like reading what other companies do during downturns or like have you been reading or studying what, what companies outside our industry do? Yeah, so a lot, of, a lot of it was from the School of Hard Knocks. <laughs> yeah. And so we learned a lot of it then and what, what kind of, like we've, we've reflected on that time period in our life a lot. Yeah. What went wrong and what it did to relationships and things like that. I mean, that's, that's something that's like, I vividly remember day-to-day things that happened during that time, as we will with what's going on right now. We're vividly going to remember this period in our lives, you know, when we look back on it two years from now. Uh, cause it's, it's a, it's a suffering part for all of us. And we're, we're really going to remember that. Um, um, so, you know, the things that I think 
staying with positivity right now. So keep, keep doing whatever you're doing in your life to, that's, that's pouring into yourself, like your personal learning and things like that. That's gotta, that's gotta maintain or go, or go, or go harder and faster. Like books that you're reading, podcasts you listen to get, you know, getting with, uh, uh, positive thought leaders in the industry, Tony Robbins and Dean Grazios, these guys like that. And then, um, we've, we've leaned heavily on, you know, our support group, which is IEB. Yeah. You know, we've leaned heavily on them, but they've done a really good job of kind of leading through this. Um, and you, one, th and one thing I do know is you cannot go through this alone. If you box yourself in, like the negativity creeps in and you just take a downward spiral. So you've got to lean on other people right, during this time and, and help people bring you up. And when you get, when you go, when your mindset shifts and you start to slide, that's when you got to reach out and say, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm struggling here a little bit, man. And we, we, we talked through this, you know, you gotta, you gotta drop the ego a little bit and be willing to reach out, you know? And, and I went through that this past Sunday I had about 24 hours where I was just like, dang, this sucks, you know? And we had a couple of videos and, and, you know, some people from my leadership team pulled me out of it. Some um, people in IEB helped pull me out of it. So it was, I was only kind of in a bad space for about 24 hours and I was right back. And that's where we have to, that's what we all have to do. Um, Cause the people that are going to win in this time period are the people that stay in the right headspace. And, and, you know, on a day to day, like all the stuff like Kat and I are doing day to day, it feels so unproductive. It feels like we're not winning. It feels, you know, like God, this is not pushing us forward, but staying in the headspace and doing these things is what's going to make us win in the long run. And, and, we don't, we don't see the win until when we start going back up. That's when we'll see it and we'll see it in a big way. But right now it just feels like I'm, I'm just working the work and I'm not pushing things forward because we're so used to pushing and pushing and pushing and growing and all that kind of stuff. So we, so we have to kind of switch gears here and, and dive in a different way. That's such a healthy mentality. And, and yeah, IEP I know is great for that of just keeping people connected and keeping people together. Dirk said it good when I, when I talked to him last week of like, you're going to feel like you're doing a ton of work for no results right now. And it's going to feel that way for, we don't know how long. Uh, I've, um, <clears throat> the message to, to my team is like, you're going to work more for less right now. And right now is when we're going to find out is who's with us and who's not with us is, you know, it's, it's not cutting time right now. This is when we're going to find out. Yeah. You know, who's really with us and who's willing to, to be, with the team above the individual who's really willing to do that. And, you know, and I, and so kind of a mantra that we're starting to adopt is like, let's create the gap. Yeah. And, you know, right now we're all the little things we're doing, we're creating a gap. So when we start to come out of this, everybody else is going to be rebuilding their company and we're going to be out ahead. We're going to be back in growth mode before everybody even knows we hit them you know, while they're rebuilding their company. So all the people that have the mindset that I had back in 08, they're, they're going to get left in the dust, you know, by the people who are in the head, right headspace right now. Um, so we're like, create the gap, create the gap, create the gap. And that could, that doesn't mean marketing activities and stuff like that. That could be like continuing to work on the hiring that you were doing, but not actually pull the trigger on a hire, but continually get, get you know, your recruiting efforts, keep all that going and get those, those inspectors or marketing people, whoever they are, right to the point where you're ready to pull the trigger, but just don't pull the trigger and get them ready. So as soon as you're ready, you pull the trigger and we're off to the races. You know, so you don't stop all that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, our, each division in our company has major impact items, two to three major impact items that move the needle for the company. And 
they're still working on those. I'm still reminding them, hey, keep working on what moves the needle in the company. Don't get distracted because right now there's a ton of distractions, right? And we're in the, everybody's at home, so we're all highly distracted. But if you keep working on those things, just tweak, we just tweak those things a little bit. I mean, we're not, we're not spending money. We're not pulling the trigger on hiring people. If you keep working on those things, the company is going to go forward, even though it doesn't feel like it right yeah. now. Are you guys doing a lot of uh, Zooms or Slack touch bases? Like, I know you guys are a high communication company. Um, how do you keep everyone, how, how's the communication look like with your company? So it's Zoom. Um, we are basically a virtual company. Like we, just right. until a couple of months ago, we didn't have an office. Um, and mainly we have an office now because of our pest control company. Um, but uh, it's Zoom. We've increased the frequency of the Zoom uh, meetings. Uh, and then, you know, all of our leaders are instructed to increase communication. Because right now, communication is the key, is, is the open, transparent talk with all your people. Like, what are you thinking about? You know, so everybody knows what we're going through and we're going through it together. And uh, so the more communication, the better, I think, right now. Um, and everybody needs to be kind of aware of that, you know, there's, there could be cuts coming. There could be some tough times. We're all going to have to tighten our belt and get through it and work more for less money. That's just the way it's going to be right yeah. That's what, what, are some of the, what are some of the questions you're getting from your people or what are some of the things they've asked you to, for guidance on or leadership on? Um, I'm starting to get the questions about what, what is it going to look like if we have to lower salaries and, and things like that. So we're, just, we're starting to try to get a plan in place for what are some cuts going to look like. And then we're starting to talk about like, are there certain things that we pay for every month that we can call the, the vendor and just freeze it? You know and see if we can freeze it for 90 days or whatever it is like that so we're starting to look at some stuff like that um you know um because uh, you know everybody's going to suffer the home inspection company and all the vendors around you know they're going to suffer uh with this so um we're starting to look at some of those kind of items we're starting to you know we get we we are getting the questions from home inspector from our inspectors about you know is it safe to do this or that and you know we're kind of we put the, the, the protocols in place for them, but we're letting them make the decision whether they feel safe or not. Of course, like I'm not going to force them into a position where they're not safe. So if they just don't want to work, they don't have to work. Or if they get to a house and it doesn't look like it's safe to go in, they, they all of a sudden they go home. I'd rather them be safe than us make 500 bucks, you know? So yeah, um, that's kind of the, the questions we're starting to get. But, um, you know, I'm really just worried about trying to keep everybody right in the right mindset in the company. Um, you because know, my the mindset and communication are what's going to get us through, and that's what's going to make us successful when we get through it. I love how how you even said that of like dialing it back down to the two to three things that can move the needle for this company. That doesn't change, whether we're in high times, low times. It, it's it's the focus, yeah, and that's something we're going through as well as keeping everyone together. What do you say to the to the t the typical response? And the thing I've heard so much is. You know, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna slash everything, um, strip down to the bare bones until things get better or until things seem better, and, and that includes people. You know, there's been guys that let let inspectors go right away. What's your response to that, or what are your thoughts on the immediate strip down before we even fully know how yep. long keep this going? I think that is a scarcity mindset. So I think that that's that's what I did back in 0809. I did that. And, and that's, that, I think that's the wrong way to go. Cause so I think right now you have to do everything you possibly can do to keep your team intact. And um, whether, you know, that may, that's going to include probably pay cuts and stuff like that, but you got to keep them intact. Cause think about what's going to happen to the companies that keep them intact. 
there, when we start coming up, those companies that are intact are going to take off. And everybody else is going to be, okay, I need inspectors. I need to hire my, my growth people back. I need to do this, that. They're rebuilding their company. Gap is created. So right there, that, there could be a monumental gap created right there that the other companies will never catch up to. You know, yeah. and, and, and if, you're, if you're right now, you're slashing everything, there's companies like us that are out calling agents. And so if you're slashing, you're not doing work, you're going to lose your agents. You know, in times like this, you're going to lose your business and we're going to gain market share during this time, even though it doesn't feel like we're gaining market share. But every little tiny thing we're doing will gain market share, even, you know, even though we're like, dang, you know, this is, this, we're just, we feel like we're just spinning our wheels and we're not winning. Yeah. Um, winning mind space, winning mind share right now. Um, like you said, as we're all burning through cash, it's like, all right, got to keep yeah. stay top of mind, keep mind share. Yeah, and it's like you said, the two or three things in each division, like it's so easy to get distracted. And it's, it's a constant reminder to leadership. It's like, guys, focus on what, on what you know moves the meter for the company. And just focus, 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 and just tweak the dial a little bit on what, what we were doing. And like, you got to keep focused on that. And that's going to prepare us for whatever, whenever we start to see the uptick in this. And that, you know, that's going to come. We all know it's going to come. We don't know how long it's going to be, but right. It's, the matter is, it's who's going to bridge bridge the gap from A to B before we start going up. Who's going to bridge that the best? And who's going to be in the right mind space to, to get through from A to B is the hard part. That's the part that sucks for everybody is from A to B to, before we start going up. And who's going to do that the best? And that's yeah. the question to be answered. The mental, yeah, it's a mental fortitude and mental endurance game right now. And that's, that's part of why I wanted to even just chat with you. One, to catch up on a personal level, you know, human to human. But also, I know you're one of the best at uh, – you know, keeping that focus and keeping the priorities top of mind. Yeah. What was, you guys had that, that really good IEB, you know, call maybe a week ago. You've probably had plenty of calls since. Um, is that the overall kind of mindset and vibe of everybody in there? Did anyone have any unique things they were doing, um, you know, outside of the box thinking? Yeah, there's some guys that are um, working on like a virtual inspection, like setting up ways to, talk to their agents and, and uh, buyers virtually and do a walkthrough of the house or some guys doing that or some guys thinking about doing some sanitation type work and cleaning the air in people's homes, kind of a, kind of a pivot to add another service that'll help with revenue during this kind of time. There's some guys thinking that way. Um, um, so yeah, there's some, there's some interesting things going on. That's why you have to stay in, in whatever your group is. You've got to really lean on them and hear those ideas. There's a lot of talk about, um, you know, what, if you have to lay some money off, what's the unemployment situation look like? What do small business loans look like? How are we going to make payroll and operating expenses? How are we going to do all that? There's a lot of talk like that and what, what um, resources are out there for us. And so that's why it's important that, that what the group, you know, can accomplish and, and bring in, like if somebody can tell me about, you know, some sort of assistance out there that I didn't know about, then that saves me around the research and all that stuff. So it saves you time. Yeah. And, and then just the support, it's the accountability of just staying in the right mindset and knowing that you have people you can call and be like, dude, I need some help and get me through this. You know? Yeah. What I particularly find interesting is how hard, how hard it's always been to find and hire good talent and then how quick some guys are to let people go. Whereas like they don't think of the cost of retraining, rehiring, turning down jobs as you're growing. Um, that's just something I encourage and everyone to think about is, the cost to rehire and ramp up. Yeah. Like we were just kicking around with, with my service one of our services directors, we were just kicking around like, 
what if we actually hired some inspectors that we're talking to now, bring them in, be like, we're, you know, we're not going to pay you, but we're going to bring you in as part of the team. Now you're going to be in our meetings. You're going to, we're going to bring you right into everything, but you're not actually going to do any work or be paid just so we can get them in and get them into our culture and all that kind of stuff. And so when we're ready to go, they're ready to go. And so we, we kind of kicked around that idea of maybe that's a possibility. I don't know if it'll work or not, but you know, maybe bringing, you know, cause they're, you know, cause people right now that we'd be looking to hire, they're not going to, there's nowhere else for them to go. Yeah. Nobody else hiring. So yeah, exactly. You might as well maybe try to bring them in and be like, dude, just come in and be part of our team for a while and, and get a good window into our culture. And then they're already engulfed when it's time to rock and roll. Yeah. No, I love that. I absolutely love that. Um, how do you spend your, your days now? Is it a lot of meetings, just meeting with people, meeting with the team, a lot of just listening, <laughs> asking questions? Yeah. So, you know, of course I'm in home, you know, with, you know, with my wife, she works in the business, you know, her cat. And, um, so we're, um, we're mainly just, yeah, mainly just talking through scenarios. Like, you know, when do we need to do this? Or do we need to look at a cut here? Or when, what if this happens? And then we're, and we're, and we're also really looking at like pivoting things we're doing on the, on the growth side and, and every plan we make, it seems to be like another day or two later, we got to change it, you know? And so we have to be willing to pivot quickly in that regard. And that, that's a good thing. We can do that on our growth side. It's hard for us. We have 35 inspectors, so it's hard to pivot, uh, for this in the services division it makes it a little difficult there. Um, but, um, we're, we're mainly talking about what do we do on the growth side to keep going? What if, what if there's like a lockdown and we can't do any inspections? What are we going to do? What's our message going to be? How are we going to stay in front of people? How are we going to take market share? You know, and, and it, but it's, everything's about like, how do we create the gap? Like, yep. Get the gap bigger right now and what we can. Uh, that's kind of what we're working on. And, but no, it's, it's freaking hard to stay at home and work and stay in the right mind space and keep your routine. It's like, we've gotten out of our routine a little bit and the work, our workout times are off and all, everything's just off. And yeah. then it, it rains every day here. Just now we finally got a sunny day for a while. <laughs> <laughs> so my dog has some sort of constipation problem. Like she oh, man. So she's like wanting to go out all the time and she can't do anything. So we got all kinds of issues going on over here, but, um, <laughs> um, so that, that's kind of like what we're doing day to day. And then, and then yeah, on the, on the phone with our, with our team, team all the time talking to them talking them through this keeping them it's just important like repeat everything over and over and over like stay in the right mindset focus 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 you know to get to this because it is it, it's that it, it, we're going to see a lot worse and it's going to get hard on all of us yeah and i think it, it's even tough for you know some inspectors that do have a background in maybe hvac or electrical or whatever any of those other services is it it's is it a mistake to try to think like oh well what what can we do that people will need if they're at home for a month? Is that getting too outside of the lane of saying like, well, we're home inspectors. We, you know, we're a home inspection company. Why are we thinking about offering handyman services or, you know, for anyone that's thinking that way? I don't think so. I mean, I, I think, you know, we have a pest control business and we're thinking, well, is this a window where there's families sitting at home? Are they going to be okay with ants coming in and mosquitoes and stuff right now? Even though everybody's tight on money, are they going to still going to buy service from us? I don't know that answer. I think they might because people are at home with nothing to do and right. you're putting more wear on your house. So if you are any type of handyman or electrician or something, you might could get some business. Yeah. Just 
people are home and, and using their stuff more and now they're more aware because you know of, of things that need to be done around the house i mean i was at home depot on sunday and there was like a million people there and so they're, I, I assume they're all stocking up on things to do around their house because they know they're going to be locked in right i don't know <laughs> so that's kind of what that, that remains to be seen with pest control so we're we launched a, a big sales program today for uh, pest and mosquito services um some discounts and things like that so we're going to see how that goes and see if people will actually buy right now seeing how their their whole family is sitting in, a, in their house yeah um that remains to be seen so i maybe in a couple of weeks i'm going to tell you that answer you know but the fact that you're pivoting and trying stuff that's what most people are not doing right now i think like i've seen so many good-sized companies burying their heads and not even trying um you know to innovate or to, to find ways to get in front of people yeah, if you do that right now, it's you're going to take a severe hit when it, when it, we come out of this. Yeah. Um, and from what everybody's saying, you know, uh, people that are smarter, smarter than me, it's not going to be, you know, years like it was back in the 08 time. It's going to be, you know, maybe months, you know, 90 days until we start to see a recovery. And the recovery is going to be really nice. V-shaped. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, so, you know, I, I, would, I would go with any service that you can possibly think of that can generate some revenue. Yeah, that's that's a legitimate service and ethical stuff. I, I wouldn't, you know, shut out anything right now. What else? Um, any anything else you're hearing out there, or your forward um, kind of looking, um, you know, forecast or mindset or any other tips or tricks or hacks that you're kind of thinking about right now, or is it more like, hey, just keep the team together, keep our heads down, and. Uh, be ready to make some difficult decisions with limited information, which is like the definition of owning a company. Yeah, but you know, um, right now does suck, but this is, this, is, this is why you're an entrepreneur, because of reasons like this, right? This is why everybody doesn't do it, you know? And this is why it's so hard. And this, this is where you find out really what you are as a business owner is when you go through this, and really what you are as a leader. This is when you find that out. Yeah. It's, do it when everything's going up and your numbers look great and all your marks are, you know, it's it, and everybody's slapping you on the back saying, oh, you know, how cool you are because you're running a big business. Now is when you find out really what you're made of and you find out what your people are made of. You find out, like, are these the people that I'm going to be wanting to go to war with here soon? You know, yeah, that's that, that's where you find all this stuff out. And 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 so I think it's a it's a good it's it's a time that none of us want to go through, but it's something I think you have to go through to really see what you're made of what kind of leader you are and, and right now people are looking for other people that are showing positivity and confidence and if you can show that even to your own people they will follow you and that's what people are thirsting for and hungering for right now like and you know I'm, I'm the leader of my business but I'm looking for that too in other people and somebody that can lead me and let me follow them and so I'm looking for that you know and so you know that's that's something big um, right now I think Another thing would be, even if you're, you know, um, doing things in your business that don't generate revenue or don't feel like you're pushing yourself forward. So let's say you, you have five inspectors and you've been so busy, you haven't been able to cross train them on other services. Now, if you start to work on the cross training stuff, now it doesn't feel like you're making any money from that or, or anything like that, but that is going to create a gap. And, and if you do that and you're going to come out of, out of it faster. So anything like that or building a leadership program within your business, all these kind of things don't feel like they're making money, but they're going to be a huge dividends on the back end. So those are all kind of things we're looking at. Like let's take 
advantage of any downtime we have here and do some of the things that are hard to do when we're like running and gunning all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I've, I've, I'm doubling down on creating content, hence us talking here, but I think inspectors for one, it's like, how cool would it be to have these videos that you put in your report so that you send after the inspection showing all these basic home maintenance tips, you're stuck in your house, like film, yeah. film, film you doing all these things that people don't know how to do, like changing a furnace filter, whatever. Um, to me, there's almost, it, it calls us on our, on our shit actually of like three months ago, we were all too busy to do X, Y, and Z. And now if we're not too busy, are we actually going to do X, Y, and Z? And like, that's, it's calling our bluff basically. And so I'm trying to even look in the mirror at myself and say like, all right, I was too busy to organize our YouTube channel before like get, you know, shovel the shit, like get to it. <laughs> yeah, that is true. And it's, you know, now's the time kind of to double down on some of that stuff and on your, on your personal learning and maybe on your fitness, all that kind of stuff that'll help keep you in the right mind space and keep you as normal as possible going through this. Um, you know, cause if, if you let the, you know, the outside forces win, it's going to be, it's going to be a tough, tough road for you. And what you said with support and just like, it sounds funny and it sounds basic, but it, everyone needs to constantly remember that we're all taking a hit together. And it's just like, how can we minimize it? We're just trying to minimize that swoop down. And, uh, cause I, I've seen comments out there and I hear people talk like they're, they're the victim. They're the ones going through this. And I think that's the wrong, that's the way to just make it worse for us all is to say, yeah, you're taking a hit. We're all taking hits. Yeah. I don't think there's anybody who's not going to take a hit here. Everybody's going to take a hit. And, and so, yeah, you, you gotta lean on the support group. I mean, it's, it's extremely important because you go through this by yourself, you're going to get in the wrong mindset. It's going to crush you. Yeah, these are the times when something like IE Beach, like really, it, it's like you said, it's great when times are great. When times are bad is when it shines and when it comes. Through. Yeah, if, if anybody listens to this, it's not an IEB member. Like they're they've ramped up their their meeting frequency and and the Zoom calls and everybody's jumping on and talking through strategies and getting in the right mindset. It's it's just been unbelievable. Like the support they they have they stepped in and offered. The leadership they're showing in home inspection world is is crazy good. Right? And that's, but that's what IEB was built for. Exactly. IEB was made for this. What we're going through right now, it was made for this. I appreciate it, man. Um, any other parting words? I just mainly, was, I'm just happy to catch up with you and chat, but um, and get it on recording because I think not enough people are doing this right now, like in our industry at least. I see lots of other industries are, are ramping everything up. But, um, so am I allowed to ask you how, you, how you're doing? Yeah, exactly, man. Yeah. <laughs> We're seeing um, on the lower end of the spectrum, a lot of the guys that maybe would have hung on, you know, the solos that were limping along doing an inspection here and there, they're calling, some of them are calling it quits. And uh, I think it's just kind of pushing that timeline forward for some people. Um, and so there's definitely going to be a little bit of a flushing out or purging that we're, that we're starting to see. Um, you know, but again, I think we, We've just like you, we've talked about this and prepared for it. We were students of the last recession. I worked at, I was a financial advisor during that time. So I saw it, I saw all the gory details up and, up and close. Um, and so, yeah, we, we managed the finances to have cushion to be prepared for this. Um, and so it's staying in close contact with the team though. Uh, but we've, we, we have people signing up throughout this last week, which is so encouraging that there are people that are saying like, cool, I'm getting into this right now. 
like diving headfirst into kind of like the wave coming um, as opposed to more cancellations. And so we haven't seen a huge impact yet, but I also think that speaks to the health of the businesses kind of that in our network and the kind of companies that, that do work with us that they're going to weather it. Um, but yeah, I think every, every software company and vendor is going to have the, the small solo guys that flush out and, um, and, and hang it up. But like you said, what, what else are they going to do? You can't go get hired at a construction company right now. But yeah, we're ramping up activity, man. Like I've had some very productive days at home. Um, when you don't have someone tapping you on the shoulder all day or someone you know, asking you questions all day, um, you can just crank down on things you've been meaning to do, whether it's mental planning or strategy. Like I said, our YouTube channel was a mess and it always drove me crazy. So I'm like, cool, I'm gonna clean out some videos and make some new ones, organize it and make it very useful and helpful. Um, so stuff like that. But yeah, overall, man, keeping, keeping up with what's going on, but it, in a sense, tuning some of it out and saying, Hey, how do we, um, get creative right now and say, bam, let's post on social media twice as much as we would, you know, and, and think of like ways to connect with people, not just post to post, but, um, you know, showing how human we are in this moment, every home inspector, real estate agent and home buyer out there is kind of the goal, but, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think it's big, kind of what you said, you're just looking for opportunities and like, you just kind of live in the question where, where's the opportunity, where's the opportunity, where's the opportunity you just live in that all the time. I think eventually something will present itself to you, the world, will, the world will put something or the universe will put something at your doorstep. You live in that question. And you know, like, you know, being in the financial world, like this is the time when people make life changing money is during these kind of things. Right. And yep. But you have to be in the right mindset to, uh, to receive that opportunity to, to, to make that kind of money. This, you know, this, this, is, this is why people have that term, the rich get richer and maybe the poor get poor, because the rich are in the right mindset to, to take off during times. Because maybe, I, I don't know. But um, that's cool, man. So you guys haven't seen that big of a hit yet. I haven't seen mass cancellations. Um, you know, a couple multis will drop like a sub inspector account and say they dismiss somebody or let someone go. Um, and then a couple, like a handful, let's say maybe like a dozen or so guys um, that are just calling it quits. That probably would have anyway, truthfully, um, you know, that, that just can't get it going. But I think the rest are kind of in a wait and see mode. And I'm hearing in a lot of cities around the country, it is this, uh, how you ever you interpret the lockdown rule, this yeah. gray area. And if you ask people like, Hey, are you going to go out and make money or not go out and make money? They're going to go out and like, hopefully most will go out and make money. Um, so yeah, so we're hanging in there and just trying to, to think about how we can keep everybody, uh, you know, keep everyone on the team. And like you said, weighing those tough decisions that may have to happen in a week, two weeks, three weeks of salary cuts, deferred payments, ways to keep people engaged and motivated. Yeah. I mean, you got to think about it sooner rather than later you don't want to get behind on it and then be scrambling what we want to do. and you, you want to have your people in the right mindset to accept any you know tightening of the belt that has to happen you know that's really important um but um you um so you, are you guys are you guys reaching out to to your to your uh clients and things like that and just seeing how everybody's doing. All exactly. Time. Exactly. So we've ramped up activity on the outbound stuff. And I was trying to tell people like, Hey, 
let's whatever percent we were doing outbound versus inbound, let's add 10 or 20% to the outbound stuff and then freeing up a few people to make more calls, um, one to prospects and two to existing customers and just, uh, you know, on that regular cadence and see how everyone's doing. I'm texting, you know, some of our, um, you know, biggest companies that I'm with on that personal level and just seeing how things are going and, uh, you know, if there's anything we can do to help. Yeah, it's probably a good strategy to kind of up the, re the retention part of your business. You know, we're, we're going to do the same thing with like our top agents. We're going to maybe do another layer of retention efforts towards that. And just, and mainly just to, just to reach out and be like, Hey, how, you know, how are you, how are you doing? And is it, you know, is there, is there stuff that we can help you with or anything like that? Um, that's kind of, kind of what we're after. You know, I had, I had one of our top agents call me the other day and he was just calling all his main partners just to be like, all right, are you guys doing, are you guys still up and running all that kind of stuff? It's, you know, we affect his business. If we're, yeah. And so he's just kind of checking in with everybody, seeing how we're doing, what are, what are our thoughts and things like that. And so he can prepare himself if any of his partners are going to shut down. Um, so that was, that was pretty proactive on his part. I like that. Yeah. Um, and you're seeing only like one, one to, I don't know, just throw out a number, like only a small single digit percent of people, I think, think that way in times like this. And so it's, it stands out that much more when you hear from one of a hundred in times like this. And so it's cool that you guys are that company that we're trying to be that company, that agent, you know, is that kind of agent. Yeah. I wish there was more of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. But, um, yeah, he, he, um, he's just, he wants to set proper expectations to his clients. So like if we were running with the limited staff on the inspection side and he would set the expectation, Hey, it might take a couple of days for us to get the inspector out here. And, here's what the inspector is going to have to do when, when they come out. Like you're not going to be able to go to the inspection, Mr. Buyer, you know, he, he wants to set those expectations. So he's reaching out to us to find out where, where are we right now? And what are we doing? And, and so that was, that was really proactive on his part, but that's why he's top agent. Because he thinks <laughs> those kind of things. Dude. And that's just keeping stuff sharp right now. Like who's thinking like not many people are even thinking that way. Like what can I tighten up in my process? And like yeah. one of my challenges to every company was like, see your company with fresh eyes if you can and what is it like calling or going to your website or emailing you like what do you experience like what could be better there's no better time than to sharpen the knives right now yeah so one other thought is uh an ieb member brought it up he's like this this is the time where we as inspectors we make all of our money like from now until you know august or september that's when we make all of our profits and then we go into the seasonality and we use our profits from now to get us through December and January and all that. So that, so we have to start preparing that we might not have the, the, the cash reserves that we normally would six, eight months from now to get us through the slower season. So we have to start preparing for that and seeing what that's going to look like. And uh, I got that same agent, we got into that kind of talk and, and, and I was like, what do you think is going to happen when we come out of this? Is it, is it going to be, um, we're just going to push the, the busy season back? Like will we go deeper into the fall, winter, the busy season? And he's, he's like, the question I don't know is, um, you know, normally May, June, and July are really busy in real estate because the kids are out of school and people start to move. And he said, the question I don't know is, will people push that back and move anyway? Or are they going to wait another year until the kids are out of school next May, June, July? So is it going to throw all that business we would have had to, the, to a year later? And he said, that's what I'm, he's like, I'm struggling with that. I, I don't know. So we could either have a we could either go like deep into November, December, and we're busy as hell, people are still moving, or we could see people defer a year um, that, that are just wanting to move just cuts. Um, 
so that that could be something there that he kind of brought up and so we got to start thinking about not only like how we're going to get through the next month or so like what is this going to do to my cash flow when i'm trying to get through november and december because typically home inspection companies don't make a whole lot of profit in those months right um, so what you know you gotta you gotta start thinking way out now right now what is it going to look like and you know because this is going to deplete us all is what it's going to do and what is what is it going to look like for us down the line I'm, I'm curious. I mean, is this going to, and maybe this will force us to make a, even to make a big push and get creative with, I, I know it's a time, I know like for years, everyone's always been trying to crack the nut of home maintenance inspections or regular cadence to inspections. Is it, is that just like, does that need to like go to bed for good? Or is it going to be, could it be born out of a need for other avenues or revenue streams? Yeah, it's like, I think every every person who's been in home inspection for a long time has, has tried that and the home maintenance thing, it just hasn't caught on because people just don't seem to want to be proactive about home maintenance. They just don't. And, yeah. and so that's what makes it so difficult. So like, I think it would be easier to add other auxiliary businesses around your home inspection business that you, you feed leads to, like pest control would be one. That is a recurring revenue model. Um, so pest control can survive downturns like this you know, a lot easier in home inspection can. Um, and in 08, 09, we built the pest control company during the downturn. We built it up really nicely because it's it, it can survive this kind of thing. Um, so any type of, you know, if, if I was looking for to do other services, you might want to look at other businesses that you can feed leads to from the home inspection. That is a recurring revenue model. Because um, that's the main, the, the, the main downside of home inspections is on January 1st every year, you have zero revenue. You know, and that's the, the main downside. So we're all kind of trying to look for a recurring revenue model. And nobody's really found one that's viable yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that actually works. Um, that I know of. Yeah. I keep wondering if it's, if it's a broken idea or if it's a broken execution or if it's technology failures or what, you know, and I don't know if I'm wasting time thinking about it or not, of like trying to find a way to bridge that gap to help you guys have that recurring revenue. Now I'd be, I mean, that would completely change the game. Cause like, think about it right now, if we had recurring revenue right now, this would be a lot easier downturn to go through. We all had money coming in from past clients. Right. And so we're all worried about getting the next dollar tomorrow and um, which may or may not be there tomorrow. Um, so that's, and the recurring revenue thing makes your business a whole lot more valuable in the event you have to sell it. Right. So if you have contracts in the filing cabinet that you can sell to the buyer, then, makes you a whole lot more valuable than what a home inspection company currently is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's causing me to even like try to get outside of my own box and think like, okay, is, is our recessionary periods or pullbacks where certain um, different models are born or different ways of thinking of things instead of charging 300 up front, it's a, you know, a $20 a month thing for two years or something uh, that stretches of payments out and smooths out the revenue curve. But I don't know, I'm just thinking out loud. Yeah, it, it, you're right. And like innovation right now is this, is this is the kind of time it's born out of and everybody thinks it's stupid and then all of a sudden it's, you know, it changes the whole industry. You know? Right, right. That's, that's what, um, I guess that's what we haven't seen in a while in the home inspection industry. You know? Yeah, it's hard to do. It, you know, just like in real estate, it's hard to innovate because it's a legacy, you know, I mean, we're not as legacy as real estate. You know, they've had the, the sim same model for a lot longer than, than home inspections have been around but yeah we get stuck in 
in the way of doing it. Yeah. Well, hey, man. Um, I want to let you get back to whatever it is you're going to get back to. Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. It might be a uh, a cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, let's, uh, let's catch up again soon, man. And, and thanks again. I know just even our viewership and, and people watching, I'm sure appreciate hearing from one of the biggest companies in the country and, and how you're navigating things because that's leadership. You know, like, like you said, you're, I view you as one of the best leaders in our industry and more people need to hear you talk and understand your way of thinking. Um, so just Thank you, man. Elevate everybody. It. And I appreciate what you guys do too. Like you guys are out there and and you're just transparent and open and, and trying to help the best you can. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Sometimes you feel like you're, you're flying, you know, flying the plane while you're putting it together all the time, but that's kind of life, right? It's kind of, you just got to go and figure things out. Yeah. So, I mean, and you guys are, you guys are a vendor to our industry and you, you act more like a partner and you want to be more like a partner and, and where you can help instead of like trying to sell us something all the time, which is a refreshing attitude. Right on. It's not enough of it, and it's appreciated. Say that. Yeah, right on. Well, thanks, man. I keep trying to just think of ways to, like, I mean, we have to find value sometimes out of thin air, and if it, does, you know, if we can all win from it, like that's that's what life and business is about. So I'm, that's what I try to keep as my driving force, and, and you know, it takes being around the right energy and people, I think, to keep thinking that way, and not like you said, not scarcity, you know, and, and that yeah. mentality. Yeah, and unfortunately, in home inspection, it's hard to find that type of energy. It doesn't exist in, in all the circles. It, yeah. it, needs to, it needs to, or you know, we're we're going to be in, in danger of losing our industry uh, if if we don't start to change some mindsets. Yeah, that's the kind of urgency I think it needs. I think like that's how stuff happens, how industries get wiped out or companies get wiped out, is that they're naive to big forces and tidal wave changes that are coming. And uh, yeah, it's, that's that much at stake. Yeah, awesome, dude. Well, all right, brother. I appreciate it, man. We'll do this again, I'm sure. You know, we'll see what happens a week from now or two weeks from now. But we can, uh, keep yeah, I might, have, I might have a different story to tell you in seven days. <laughs> right on, man. Well, uh, thanks again, and uh, 